that some are now questioning the need for a trial. A former senior manager at Boeing who blew the whistle on the MAX 737 before two fatal crashes is worried now that the plane's taking off again. Whistleblower Ed Pearson fears serious problems with the electrical systems. I'm concerned that there are potential defects in these airplanes that stem back to when the airplanes were manufactured and I, I believe that these defects could potentially cause future tragedies. S&P futures are up two, Dow futures down 132. The sweet smell of chocolate won't be wafting through the mall anymore. May your life be filled with Godiva. No more sampling Godiva chocolates during your shopping spree. The company is shuttering its U.S. stores and heading online. Many of the locations are in malls which have struggled during the pandemic. 128 stores in North America will shut down. Wendy Gillette, CBS News. This is CBS News. CBS News Radio is your home for breaking news. With our team of reporters around the country and the world, we give you the coverage you can trust. This financial update is sponsored by Indeed. The private sector is now feeling the harsh impact of the pandemic as ADP reports a drop in private payrolls for the first time since April. Companies dropped 123,000 jobs in December, while economists had predicted an increase of at least 60,000. The negative turn comes after seven consecutive months of growth. Viennetta frozen ice cream cakes will return to stores this year. The decadent dessert is made up of a frozen vanilla base intertwined among chocolate layers molded into cake form. It's one of 25 new treats announced by parent company Unilever. The United bills itself as portion for an entire family, but sharing is always optional. Are you hiring? You need Indeed. Indeed immediately delivers quality candidates from our resume database when you upgrade your job post. It's that simple. Receive a $75 sponsored job credit on your first post at indeed.com slash credit. Terms and conditions apply. The Pope is having a tough time. Pope Francis has suffered a renewed flare-up of a sciatica condition that causes pain in his leg. He has had to postpone his annual address to diplomats accredited to the Vatican, which was scheduled for today. In addition, he missed a religious ceremony on Sunday morning in St. Peter's Basilica and will also miss a Vespers service at St. Paul's Basilica later today. Sabina Castelfranco, CBS News, Rome. How do you celebrate your upcoming trip to the Super Bowl? Buccaneers tight end Rob Gronkowski tells CBS's James Corden he's learned to tone it down until after the big game. I just had a burrito with queso and sour cream. That was my celebration because I still got work to do, we still got work to do, and then that's when the big celebration comes is, uh, in two more weeks. QB Tom Brady marked the moment, leaning over the railing into the stands at Lambeau Field and hugging his 13-year-old son, John. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Here is some great news. If you missed the deadline to sign up for health insurance, or if you sign up for a plan that you're just not happy with, you still have a choice. It's called MediShare. It's the affordable alternative to health insurance. And it's worked beautifully for 25 years. They have more than 400,000 members now around the country. MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry. And over the years, members have shared over $3 billion of each other's medical bills. So they can help share your needs too. And best of all, you could save a lot of money with MediShare. The typical savings for a family is about 500 bucks a month. Your savings could be more or less, but think about what you could do with that extra money every month. You're not stuck with a high-cost health plan. You can join MediShare anytime, so call them today and check it out. Here's the number to find out more, and there's no pressure. They are super easy to talk to. Call 866-88-BIBLE. That's 866-88-BIBLE. 866-88-BIBLE. Start your mornings with Scott Daly from 6 to 12. Hop on the party line from 9 to 10. Join Sky Hope on Classic Caravan from 4 to 6 p.m. And listen into the sports fan at 6.06 on Classic Hits 970 and 97.1 FM WATH. We espouse a home-based model because uh, really it allows us to get to know the client and the situations that they live in and their family dynamics much better. Our mission is about bringing the best to the table and helping people to find what their best is. Caravan will walk beside that individual and that family to provide stability and safety. 
need to do something amazing for that special person in your life? How about a romantic getaway? Think hot tub, champagne, chocolate, and a luxurious cabin in the hills of West Virginia, and you've got the perfect weekend getaway for two. Now that's romantic. What's even better? At Hemlock Haven Luxury Cabins, you can do it for just $2.99 weekdays and $3.99 on weekends. Romantic nights with champagne, chocolate, and your own private hot tub at Hemlock Haven Luxury Cabins. Go to hemlockhavenwv.com. That's hemlockhavenwv.com. The Adams family have been making ceramics for generations here in the Athens community. They have Christmas trees of all sizes and red trucks are also available. The Adams family does it all. Pours the molds, fires each piece, paints and seals each finished wear product to create the best quality ceramics in the region. Give Randy and Margie a call at 740-517-2691 or head on over to their Facebook page and get your trucks and trees today from the Adams family ceramics. Proud supporters of Bulldog Basketball. Have you experienced foot or ankle pain during or after sports, running, or exercising at the gym? Those nagging aches in your foot or ankle simply won't go away on their own. Podiatric physicians are the most qualified doctors to care for your feet based on their education, training, and experience. Your podiatrist can provide you with important foot care solutions, shoe inserts, and show you how to support your feet and ankles so you're able to compete or exercise comfortably. Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association podiatric physicians are located throughout the state and are dedicated to providing the highest quality foot and ankle care. Ask if your podiatrist is a member of the Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association so you know you are being treated by the very best. The Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association has been serving the profession and the public for over 100 years, and we look forward to caring for Ohioans' feet for another 100 years. To find a member of the Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association near you, visit associationsadvanceohio.com. Since 1972, Danden Electric has been providing professional solutions at fair prices. Whether it is dedicating a line for your computer, running all new electric lines, installing new lighting, air services, ductwork for distributing the best heating and cooling throughout your home, or complete HVAC system installations for the home or office, Danden Electric can hook you up. Consider a backup generator for those untimely Southeast Ohio power outages. Call Danden Electric, 740-593-8813. That's Danden Electric, 740-593-8813. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WBTH Yeah. That's not right. Oh, well, good morning, folks. Welcome, it's a whole new week with the party line. It's a Monday. Twenty-fifth day of January. And there's lots of stuff going on. I'm Dave Palmer. Scott's here as well. Good morning. Good morning. Are you, are you in two now or what? Three. Three. I have three, three up and I don't hear you. Three, three, three. Check on three. I'm sorry. Something's wrong. Hmm. Let's see. Unless somebody switched them. Nope. This is three. Well, pull two over there and see if it makes any better All noise. Right. Okay, what's going on here? Uh, I don't know. There we go. Oh, they tapped it. I see. Okay. Well, anyway, good morning, folks. We got it figured out. It was a... Good morning. I think our sports guys had been uh, using that mic to talk back during a game without being heard, and... So they uh, failed to put it back to the normal position. Yes. And I'm a big advocate of when you get something or you do something, put it back Mm. where you got it. That's right. Or put it back. Wait till we see those sports guys. Oh, yes. We'll get them. Yeah, and they better start sanitizing, too. Okay. (laughs) 
Um, well, everybody here is doing pretty good. I think. Yeah, most people are. Yes. All right. Well, it's uh, the 25th day of January. I think I mentioned that already. We've got, um, what's his name all queued up? The, that famous uh, football coach. <laughs> what's his name? Um, <laughs> we've got... Um, <laughs> All sorts of things to go over. We can talk about the coronavirus. We can talk about uh, oh Tom Brady. Uh, we can talk about all sorts of things. So let's just get going here. Let's do it. Uh, first off, um, this week we've got two um, special shows planned. And uh, we're back into that season where we'll start to have more and more of those. Generally, um, at least Tuesdays and Thursdays. Now, this week we have on Wednesday the Athens County Commissioners. We're going to get them going again with the regular monthly show. And then on Thursday, the mayor, Steve Patterson. And um, each of those are on monthly, basically. Um, the following week we've got um, Mackenzie Perry. And she is a young person who's written a book, A Mouse in the House, it's called. And it deals with children, but also it's very, um, what would you call it? It has a purpose. It's not just entertainment. And there's a, a moral purpose. Um, and, and so we'll let her explain it to us. And she's a local gal. Um, following week, we've got Athens County Commissioner again, and... Um, See, I'm in Columbus on uh, Thursday, the uh, February 11th. Then we have uh, Dr. Ellen Kenner on Friday, the 12th. She's a clinical psychologist and a relationship specialist. Nah, none of us need that, do we? No. No. Never. No. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. And it looks like we got a caller right now, as a matter of fact. Uh-oh. I must have waited a, a moment too long. Um, I'll try to watch the phones a little more closely here. It's the opposite direction of where my notes are. Um, anyway, lots of things going on here, and we're getting fired up after the holidays, which is good. Back to normal. Well, today is January 25th. That makes it a National Opposite Day. I wonder what that's supposed to mean. Well, um, I checked it out earlier. Did you? Yeah, and that means that uh, apparently to do the opposite of what you intended to do or say the opposite of what you really mean, something like that. So instead of giving you a compliment, I should give you a, a bad thing? Yeah, okay. I guess. I think that's what they're saying. Scott, your show's no good. Uh, thank you very much. You're very welcome. <clears throat> no. Your stinks, too. Yeah. How about that? Wonderful. <laughs> um, just remember, folks, we're jesting. Yes. Anyway, Our turf show is fantastic. <laughs> that one you might be... Uh, <laughs> well, anyway. I'm waiting for somebody to call in and say that. <laughs> okay. National Opposite Day is today. National Irish <laughs> Coffee Day. <laughs> Uh, you know, I've had a lot of coffees. I'm sure I've had it, but I've never actually known it at the moment. So I can't tell you if it's something I really dig or not. No, it's Irish. You know what it is. Irish coffee with Irish whiskey. Oh! Flavored in it. Oh. A little vanilla and some little cream in there, if you well, want. I'll try it again. I'll make a point of it. Irish. National Bubble Wrap Day. You know, bubble wrap is so cool. The problem is, it's not recyclable. Okay. Well, let's see here. I do th I do think I grabbed a phone caller here now this time. Good morning. Hello. They left. Come on now. Call now, back. folks, you got to give us a moment to get to you, okay? Let me turn the phone line off again. Here it comes again now. Take three. Take three. Good morning. Hey, you hey. made it. Uh, I made it. <laughs> yes. Every time I went to you, you hung up. No, I didn't. Your thing clicks off because you've got like seven rings, and then it goes to 
your mailbox has not been activated. So. Well, anyway, what's up? What's up? Well, I wanted to tell you what, what was down. Or have you well, that? Don't forget that the power outage last Friday night. What power outage? <laughs> the one that you celebrated <laughs> by having a nice bonfire on your porch. Oh, I just had a little torch out there, yeah. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. Anyway, okay, so it was so weird last Friday. Right. Because, you know, everywhere where you expect lights to be in neighborhoods or along the streets or whatever was dark. And uh, the only thing you saw were vehicles with their lights. And then you'd come up to Steak and Shake, right? Oh, yeah. They had a line all the way back to CVS. Oh, my God. I'm oh, not yeah. kidding. It, I saw it. It was very long. And people going through the drive through of Steak and Shake, who obviously had, um, what do you call it, generators. Backup power. Yep. Yeah. And um, they were doing a whale of a business, just all drive through um, let's see, what else was an unusual thing? I heard the community center was open for warming. They they opened up uh, around 8 o'clock at night uh, because they thought some people would have difficulty because at that time they were projecting power would be returned around 9 or 9.30 in the morning. Now it returned for most places around 11.30. Or 12.30. Well, I'm going to say both. 1230 to, uh, I'm sorry, now I messed up. Stop interrupting me. So 1130 <laughs> to 1230, okay, most places got restored that were had previously been said 9 o'clock in the morning. So anyway, uh, I remember waking up. And we had put on extra blankets and everything. It was kind of cool. Dogs were all huddled in with us. It was very cold. And, um, well, our house never got below 67. Whoa. Yeah, serious. Well, you, you started out at a warm temperature, I guess. Well, 72. But, I mean, the house is, you know, five. I've got um, the new part, anyway, is a two by sixes, which allows for a lot more insulation. Wow. And um, one thing I wanted to ask. Yeah. Does the CBS Sports broadcast any kind of basketball game? I don't know. I, mean, I I don't know. You were announcing that there was going to be, and I went by uh, the convo, and I saw those big, long CBS trucks, CBS Sports or whatever it was. So I figured there was that game scheduled. <laughs> no. And they, when it got they, dark, maybe they canceled the game. Yeah, they did. Okay. They moved it to Saturday. They played on Saturday. Oh. Power was not televised, from what I understand, because they had already had programming scheduled for Saturday. Yeah. Well, there's supposed to be a TV game Friday night. However, uh, it kind of hard to play dark basketball unless mm -hmm. you got to glow in the dark everything. One bright moment is if you looked up in the sky. Oh yeah, lots this, of stars. Yes, yes. Yeah. It was. But it was kind of hindered by the almost full moon or getting or approaching full moon. Half half moon, but yes. Yeah. Right. It was really amazing to. Yeah, I, I like that part. Anyway, the um, um, AEP, I think, did a good job. Yes. Yeah. So um, uh, kudos to them. Right. Uh, they did a good job of keeping us informed here at the station. We have our, you know, we work with their media people. As far as I could figure, you were off the air. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Both, uh, everything, all three stations. We could catch up on things by listening to WUB. They yeah, were on. Yeah, they had um, WUB AM was not. WUB FM was. Uh, and they have a... Um, Generator, right? Well, I'm trying to think. At that site, they might have still had power. But anyway, whatever. They either had a generator and were at um, um, on the air but not at full power or something like that. Um, because to the generator that's required for a 50,000-watt 
FM is it's, it just doesn't make sense. So normally you would buy something that puts it on at 10,000 watts instead of 50. You have an advertiser that says, for those unexpected power emergencies, get a generator. And I forget what company it is. The Dan Inman Electric. Yeah, that's, that's right. And then there's several companies in town that do that work, and they do it well. But bet, bet they got a lot of calls today. <laughs> I don't know, but it seems like an expensive investment for only maybe once every two or three years. We've been lucky. We've not yes. been having electric off that much. Well, we have generators, but one is in the shop, and um, it's a, a Kohler, which is a, brand, a well-known name, and it's um, 85, 80. It's, let's see here. Let me start that over. It's about 35 years old, and all the parts are available. It's just that nobody locally knows how to repair it. The guy that used to take care of them for us has retired. In fact, I think he's passed away. He was out of Lancaster. Uh, but we bought him through a very reliable company that's still in business up in Columbus called Buckeye Power Supply. And um, they're up in Bexley. And then... Um, they installed them, and then this fellow out of Lancaster at a company called ATI Machine Shop used to maintain them for us, and he was excellent. And so we're anyway we're trying to get these all working again, but obviously not fast enough. We had a few deaths, famous deaths over the weekend, including one great radio man, uh, Larry King. Larry King, who of right. course uh, was, got many of his early start years here, and Hank Aaron for about. Yeah. I actually have a section I want to do about um, that here yeah. this morning. So let me get going. Okay, thanks a lot for All right. for reminiscing about Friday night. There you go. <laughs> Thank Bye-bye. you. Okay, so uh, National Bubble Wrap Day, National Florida Day. Okay, so we got that. Oh, I forgot to turn his uh, phone off. We've got, um, let's see, today is uh, Monday, of course, January 25th, 340 days uh, now yet in the year. Our highlight in history, we go back to 1981, the 52 Americans held hostage by Iran for 444 days arrived in the United States, finally released. Uh, what other things here? We've got all sorts of things. I think that was a, the first day that uh, Ronald Reagan became president, um, or close to it. 1947, gangster Al Capone died in Miami Beach, Florida. He was huh, only 48. I thought he made it farther than that, but I guess not. 1959, American Airlines began the Boeing 707. Probably the plane I've flown on the most of all uh, in terms of plane models uh, or types, I mean. Um, Anyway, that first flight was between New York and L.A. But I've flown them all over the world. Uh, anyway, let's, let's put this sheet away. Now, um, today it is um, 30 degrees right now here on Columbus Road. We did have that uh, notice of, what do you call it? Um, snow emergency. Snow emergency overnight. It's still in effect from as far as we can tell. I took a drive out to the station around mm, 7.30 or 8. And one of the bridges caught me by surprise but I also saw this the um, ODOT trucks out treating them all but it was before I I got to one bridge before they had and I did a fishtail but um, you know straightened it out real quickly good well we should thank uh, all the road crews that are out that started yesterday I saw some yesterday yeah that were out uh, you know all the way from villages townships uh County level, city, okay. state, thank you all. <coughs> Keep up the good work. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, let's see, we have another caller, I think. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Hi. Good morning. 
What caused that power outage? Okay, so there's um, a series of high-voltage lines that cross over from, well, like um, from the substation out on Stroud's Run. Mm-hmm. And they go over the hills like to where my house is, and then they break out there. And then there's some that come to it from the other direction. And the one up toward Nelsonville is where one of those wires, a tree, I think, uh, t um, came down and broke off pieces of the, the dual pole system. Okay. And uh, I, saw, I got a photograph from somebody who had hiked up there. And, um, but that was late in the day. Um, anyway, so that's, that's what it was. Well, I was doing dishes at 2 o'clock. Yep. I, I, well, I just listened to Carmack. I like that show. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, boom. It's mm -hmm. supposed to be the coldest night of the year so far. And I went in Albany to see if I could get someone to let me use the phone about the power outage. Well, they, everybody was shut down. Mm -hmm. The gas station assigned, sorry, no power. They were all shut. So I come home, and I hear my neighbor's generator running. <laughs> that is not a good sign. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I said, oh, boy, now <clears throat> we're going to hit it. Uh -huh. So I got my candles and all my blankets and everything else out, and uh, it came back on at Ten minutes after midnight. Yep. So that was ten hours with no electric. So it wasn't too good. Yeah, a little chilly Friday night too, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, just yeah. slightly. What a night to, for that to happen. I don't think our house got down below... 67, did you say? Well, that's when I went to bed. But I think when I woke up realizing the power had been restored... Uh, it might have said 55. Anyway. Well, that's tolerable. Yeah. And yeah. like I said, you know, our, the, the, the addition we put on the house is all two by six. So you've got R36 insulation in the walls. Really makes it great. Anyway. Well, uh, last time I looked at the thermometer, it was 59 degrees. I quit looking. Yeah, yeah. I just got colder looking at that. Well, I get it. And, uh, well, you know the planes. Did you have any animals to cuddle up with? Oh, yeah, I got four house cats. There you <laughs> go. We were all crashed in the recliner, all bundled up. I get it. Yeah, we were warm enough. Good. Okay. But you know the planes had power, Nelsonville had power. Uh, some of the planes, South Plains didn't. Logan had power. Yeah, some of the planes, but a lot of it did. Up 33, they, there was power up through yeah. that way. Well, my niece didn't, and my sister did, and they only live about a mile apart. Mm -hmm. So, it's huh. very weird. Well, we, we ended up with power being restored here at the studios on Columbus Road around, um, I'm going to say, 7.30 or 8 p.m. Oh. But the transmitter sites, one's out on the end of Armitage Road. Uh-huh. The other one's out up on Peach Ridge. Okay. Those two did not get anything until, um, well, now I'm not sure. Uh, I can tell you here in a minute. Okay. <clears throat> I have a feeling it was the morning, though. I'm going to invest in a battery-powered radio. <laughs> yeah. somebody around, must, must be a station around somewhere I could have picked up. Well, WUB-FM. Was, okay. was on, um, and I think they had some sort of high-powered generator. Yeah. Well, I'm going to find... It's really quiet in here without this radio on. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's eerie. Yeah. Well, you guys have a great day. Thanks okay. for the information. Thank, Thank you. You too. What Bye. Time, what time did you come up with? Uh, the station was on at 535. Transmitters received power at 1247. Okay. So about the same time that we got power at uh, our homes, at least my home, um, that was also 
restored for Armitage Road and Pete's Ridge. Yeah, pretty close. Okay. Yep. All right, well, today is Monday, as we've said, uh, I think, a couple times. And, uh, um, of course, it's a weekday, so Art Turf is uh, in the works. Waiting in the wings. And um, <laughs> let's see here. We'll just um, we'll just do this right now. I-N-E-P-T, E-N-F-T, two, four, six, eight, who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters, raw, raw, raw. Coach Turf, glad to welcome you back from your road trip to Tri-Nitro Tech this past weekend. That's right, we played TNT over in Nitro, West Virginia. I was going to ask you what kind of game was it? Well, it was a fine ball game. You know, uh, we played a fine ball game. I am real proud of the way the Oysters acquitted themselves on the field, and um, they did play a real fine ball game. Of course, TNT, they played a real fine ball game, and that means what the fans seen and everything was all over. Said and done with was a fine ball game. You were trying to pick up your first win and first conference win of the season this past week. That's right. You know, uh, going into this ball game, we was 0-6, uh, 0-2 zero and six, uh, zero and two in the conference, but uh, we was all fired up because we was expecting a real dynamite ball game because they got a real explosive ball club, but we was ready for them. I understand that you were expecting some unusual conditions, which we discussed last week. Were they as you had expected when you got over there? That's right. You know, uh, TNT and uh, Coach Credlow, uh, Crosshairs Credlow, he, he tries to sack up his opponents so that uh, it makes it easier for his boys to go out and, and beat whoever they're playing. That's what they get with their home field advantage. You know, they got them locker rooms that's underground like bomb shelters. They tell all the opponents that the field's got mines in there all over the place. And the, another thing they do is uh, they come out in their uniforms just prior to the ball game. They wear what you call a... Uh, camouflaged uniforms they look just like the ball field and they come out instead of them uh, football spikes they come out in them cloud hopper shoes and uh, like combat boots kind of stuff and they instead of wearing regular football helmets they come out in them shiny gray silver uh, armor helmets kind of kind of different helmets they make them look real respectable out there and that's how come they got such an advantage on their opponents i don't think we ever established whether the game was in the win column or the loss column. Well, that depends on uh, who you're asking. Now, if you're asking Coach Craiglow, he'd tell you that it was a win. But now, it, of course, now this is my program, so you ain't going to interview Coach Craiglow. So uh, I, I guess I better report to all the fans that, unfortunate, we come out on the short end of a 79 and 7 score. And I'll be back with more from Coach Turf. Uh, I guess he left the word off. But anyway, after a moment is what he meant to say. Uh, of course, this uh, crazy program <laughs> brought to you by Larry's Dog House. All right. Well, Coach Turf, with a 79 to 7 loss, I guess you did get that explosive offensive attack that you were expecting. Well, that's right. You know, they had a little bit too much firepower for us, but I do want to point out to all the fans that uh, I am real proud of the way the Oysters played out there. Special first time we had the football, we marched. Right down the field, got ourselves a touchdown. Oh, uh, Foxhole Fogarty, boy, that we got special from the ROTC department. He went over from the one-yard line. We had ourselves a touchdown. I am real proud of that fact. Second straight week that you've had the lead early in the game. Well, that's right. You know, early in the ball game there, it was seven and zip, and we was a seven, and they was a zip. But from then on out, we just kind of blowed up. Listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. <laughs> okay, well, let's see here. Um, let's see, D this day in history, Sao Paulo in Brazil, founded on this date in 1554. See, 1840, American Naval Expedition under Charles Wilkes is first to identify Antarctica as a new continent. David Ben-Gurion, first Israeli, Israeli election, won by him on, in 1949 on this date.
1971 military coup in Uganda under Major General Idi Amin. Let's see here. Alicia Keys. Today is her 40th birthday. Well, why she looks familiar, very attractive. What's what's her she deal? She is a singer, pop a, singer. Okay. Uh, here's an older person, Robert Burns, who li- was born on this date in 1759, died in 1796. Robert Burns. Well, I wish I could look it up. Apparently, Spectrum is doing something with the lines. Oh, yeah, they're working. Here. Yeah, That's so right. uh, the Internet is out. Uh, Virginia Woolf. Who's afraid of Virginia Woolf? She, um, born on this date in 1882, died in 1941. I've done that show a number of times. Al Capone died on this date in 1947. He was, uh, 48 years old. Mary Tyler Moore, uh, died on this date in just a couple years ago, in 2017. She was born in 1936. And I looked up some things on my phone here very quickly. Robert Burns um, was uh, on the National Bard, B-R-D, Bard of Ayrshire, and the Plowman Poet, various other names and epithets, was a Scottish poet and lyricist. He is widely regarded as the National Poet of Scotland and is celebrated worldwide. Some of his books include A Choice of Burns' poems and songs, A Red, Red Rose. Let's um, talk about uh, what everybody else talks about, which is COVID. Um, The current figures. And, uh, okay, so Athens has now had a total of 3,812 cases. 12 were new yesterday. Um, so presently there are 554 active cases of that number 151 are in the hospital settings which means 403 are recovering at home there's been no change in the death figure for a couple weeks now it's it's been stable at 9 or steady at 9 um, the, um, so, um, of the 3,812 cases since it began here on March 12th of last year, there are 3,249 that have recovered. And then the final figure, in this one's always a little bit, I, I think it's accurate, or as accurate as I can find. But so far in the county, we've had 2,953 vaccinations. I think that's number, that number is going to start growing somewhat rapidly here uh, with this week, actually. Okay, now I see a caller trying to ring in, so let me interrupt my report. Okay. I did and had nothing. <laughs> okay. The whiff. Ohio. Uh, the first figure that I, figures I gave you were for um, Athens. Here they come again, so let's do it. Good morning. Young man, don't keep me waiting that long again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. It would not be in your best interest to do so. <laughs> oh, How are you, fellas? Good, good. Hope you're getting your phone straightened out there. They're very weird. Uh and they, they work fine for us. Well, whenever somebody's on the phone, it goes right to voicemail and very strange. Well, after a certain number of rings, yeah. No, when someone's on, when you're talking to somebody, it doesn't ring at all. It just goes to voicemail. Anyway, couple. Uh, then it says it has no voicemail. So there we go. Three quick things. Um, um, we just do that to mess you guys up. And you're doing a good job. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to talk about. Anyway, (laughs) it was perfectly timed for, I want to talk about, I I am not a Tom Brady fan. Okay. In fact, I can't stand him. Really? Oh, my God. What an amazing athlete. Why can you not stand him? Why did you say that? Because he wins all the damn time. He's not my guy. (laughs) Come on, dude. It's not rocket science. 
And Stan Aaron Rodgers, because I hate him. They, they need to be I like him if you're on my team, dude. This is not rocket science, buddy. Yeah. But that guy's amazing. Brady, yeah. i got to give it to him. I I sat there yesterday, and I said, you know, it should not, he should not be allowed to go to a, a, a new team in a whole new league and end up back at the Super Bowl. But allowance has nothing to do with it. Yeah, he, uh, that's right. <laughs> he did it. Yeah. And then uh, add to the component this year. I think this is a first, right? That the the, uh, the team that um, w- one of the teams in the Super Bowl is going to be at their home that's site. Right. Yeah, that's that's wow. I mean, yeah, and it, it doesn't happen without him. Uh, you, you know, you got you got to give it to him that that one person can make such a difference like that. I. <laughs> You don't have to throw three straight interceptions. Yeah. Now you got to give that defense credit. Yeah. I mean, they stepped it up, buddy. But that was that was a good game. Yeah. yeah. At age 43 yeah, as well. I, that guy's wow. incredible. I, you know, like him or not. Forgive me um, for asking the question. The fact that you don't have vision. Right. How do you... How do you absorb all of the complexities of the play? You know, just experience, and just listening to the uh, to the play to the uh, broadcast, and uh, it just. Uh, so, like, who are the guys you think do the best job of relaying it ooh, to you? That's a good question. I like Joe Buck. I used to like Troy Aikman, but he pisses me off now. But I like <laughs> Joe Buck on television. <laughs> I like. Most By the way, the where are you not allowed to say pisses me off? I'm sorry. Okay. He ticks me off. Uh, <laughs> I. <laughs> <laughs> I like most of the radio people yeah. because of the nature of the business. They uh-huh. have to. I'll tell you, one of the best radio broadcasters I've ever heard is that is that guy in Cleveland, that Jimmy Jimmy Donovan. Okay, he is good. Yes, he is. Really. Remember good. the guy before him, Nev Chandler. He was all right, but he, Jimmy's I the love best. that guy. Yeah, Jimmy's good. Jimmy is. He is um, good. Now he could. He's like a Russ Eisenstein in terms of, you know, Russ, um, his father has one eye, and a blind guy told Russ when he was young that he really enjoyed listening to him. And, I, and Russ has told me that he, he broadcast as if someone couldn't see the game. And it comes across. I don't know if Donovan's had that experience, but he's really good. Now, wait a minute. You may have told me something I didn't know. You're saying Russ's father only has one eye? Yes. And did he himself do play-by-play also? Yes. I didn't know that. Yep. And sometimes his father does, they've done games together. Cool. Mm-hmm. So it was just a great game. I, <laughs> I was, wow. Yeah. But I, I kept sitting there, Scott, and I said, you know, they're letting them play. Yep. Do not let this come down to a ticky-tack foul. Yes. Now, but it did, didn't it? it well, sorta. I think. Sorta. I think the, the game would have ended up the same way. Yeah. But I, I don't agree. think the way you let them play, you don't, you don't, call, you don't call that, and you don't wait. Sort of reminds me of that Ohio State game when they <clears throat> allegedly beat Miami Hurricanes when the guy held the flag in his pocket for like three hours before he brought it out. <laughs> same way yesterday, but you know, it is what it is. Okay. Well, if you were able to have seen the replay. The defensive guy for uh, Green Bay practically undressed the wide receiver. Yeah, I, I know, I know. Yeah. It was the right call. Uh, he held it's him. It's just like you either make it or you don't. Exactly. So yes. you don't wait. Again, it's like I said about Ohio State Miami game. You don't <laughs> wait. That always makes you doubt. Yeah. Don't you leave that. Do it or you don't. Don't leave that sticky flag in no. your pocket. Get it was the right call. It was, I mean, I mean. When Troy Aikman says the right call, it's the right call. I mean, he's God, right? <laughs> well, he thinks. And I used to be a big Troy Aikman fan. Was that he just took me up with some political comments he made once. Yeah, I don't like po- yeah, I don't like the politics getting in there either. Stay yeah. Stick to uh, sports. He, I hear he's a real arrogant guy that nobody likes him much, but he's a good broadcaster. Joe? Oh, yeah. Oh. I've heard. He's not like his dad. I don't know how true that is, but. Yeah, Jack Buck. He was legendary. Jack was good. Yeah. Jack was good. But yeah. that was a great game. I worked here, with uh, the I, father. Dave, here's what we need to do, Dave. What? You and I need to watch a game together <laughs> so you can see me in action. Turn on the recorder. Get some cameras. Let me show you how it's done, But Let's pick a game, whether it's OU or whatever. I've seen you at OU basketball games. Get a few adult beverages. I'm best when I've got those. Yeah. And then let's just. <laughs> Wow, 
watch it together, buddy. And Dave can, <laughs> Dave can bring the refreshments, right? I'm bringing my own. I don't know about Dave. You know? I know what I like. <laughs> Thank you guys for indulging me. I Absolutely. love it. I'm listening. Take care. We, we love it, too. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, we love you. <laughs> All right. Uh, so That was a great game. Ohio statistics. We can jump around on topic anytime you want. Okay, so, uh, you know, here in the state we've got uh, almost 12 million people. Uh, 11,700,000 roughly. Okay, so, March 1st is when it began here. Yesterday, we climbed to a total of, so far, 864,322 cases. Now, 4,481 were new yesterday. Now, we got 6,521 people in ICU, 38,262 in non-ICU, but still in the hospital. And we have 77,395 recovering at their homes. A much bigger figure by 10 times, 731,088 people have fully recovered. Vaccinations. Again, if my information is correct, as of yesterday, there have been 607,833 vaccinated. Now, really what we're talking about is at least their first shot, right? Yes. It doesn't mean they've had both, uh, but some have. Um, now, <clears throat> 11,056 have died. Um, bum, 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 bum. Okay. Oh, by the way, that's 607,833 vaccinations. That's 5.2% of our state's population. Vaccinations here in Athens County, 4.52%. In the United States, if this is right, 6.2% have been vaccinated. And in the world, 0.8%, so less than 1% vaccinated. Still 64,000 have been vaccinated in the world. Okay, so U.S. statistics. Uh, uh, 126,750 new cases yesterday, which brings the total thus far to 25,693,539. Vaccinations stand at 12,280, I'm sorry, 12,280,000, which is 6.2% of our nation's population. Deaths, 429,392. Active cases. Okay, so we have had 25,600,000 six, 25, cases, but only 9,855,000 are currently active, also meaning 15,409,000 have recovered. Now, what was that statistic I was going to make a big deal out of? I thought about it last night as I was watching TV. Oh, here it is, worldwide. Okay, worldwide. There were 419,578, new cases yesterday. Bringing the total to 99,000. Excuse me, 99,740,599. 
That means today we're going to crack 100 million cases. It's a real landmark, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Worldwide, 7,751 deaths. No, something's wrong there. Forget that one. There's something wrong. I type, I've got a typo or something. Because we had 429,000 deaths just in the U.S. So there's something wrong there. Oh, I see what it is. Okay. It wasn't 7,751. It was 2,138,044 deaths so far in the world. But just yesterday, they added 7,751. Okay? There, that makes more sense. Active cases, 25 million eight. Recovered, 71 million seven. But I, I'm sure the media is going to make a big deal out of sometime in the next 24 hours. They're going to say we finally have had 100 million cases worldwide. Yeah, I think they've kind of gone that route anyway. The media is saying that the uh, United States is what, past the 25 million mark now of yeah. COVID cases? Let's see here. Yes. Yep. Okay, now, folks, you heard uh, probably over the weekend about Larry King's passing. Uh, if any of you have been around listening to our radio stations for many years, when I got here, um, there was no um, network, okay? Um you know, fine stations like to be associated with networks if they can. Uh, we added the Mutual Network. And they did a good job. And Larry King was brand new to them. And he hosted a three-hour talk show each afternoon on our stations. And the listenership was very strong. Um, along the way, I made the decision that I wanted to get the hardest network to get. They had two stations in the state of Ohio. I wanted to be the third, and that was NBC. So it became an NBC network station for some years. Eventually, NBC radio and television split. And I felt that was a bit negative for the radio division. So then I set my eyes on getting the, um, the top system, top network. And there were three other stations in the state. And we became the fourth, CBS. And we remain so today. And CBS Radio News, CBS Television News, they are uh, interactive. Um, they work together. But Larry King was with us for many years in the early years. And um, I got to know him just a tiny bit. Well, he passed uh, here last week. Now, that brought to mind... You know, we really haven't talked about some of the famous people that have passed recently. So, um, Larry King lived from 1933 to just recently. And probably best known for CNN's Larry King Live TV show, which he hosted from 1985 to 2010. Hank Aaron, we move to him next. A baseball legend with the Braves, right? Yes. 
In fact, he even was presented the um, Presidential Medal of Freedom back in 2002. Well, Hank lived from 1934 to 2021. All of these people, of course, passed recently, the ones I'm about to bring up. Um, wow. Remember his home run stuff. Oh, yeah. Sure do. I still remember the one he hit in Cincinnati to tie the record of Babe Ruth, number 714. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm not putting these in any kind of order of importance. They're just names. Randy Parton. Yes, we're talking about uh, Dolly, Parton's brother. You know, Dolly, I saw her in several things recently on TV. How old do you think she is? Oh, um, I saw it the other day. 79, 80? She still looks remarkable. She does. Anyway, her her brother, who was a, a singer and songwriter and helped her with a lot of her work, um, died this year. He was born in 53. Now, here's an actress I don't know that well, but I wish I had. She looks nice to me. Mira Furlan. Does that name mean anything to you? No. Yeah, see what I mean? Yeah. Lived from 1955 to 2021. She was an actress in Babylon 5 and Lost. Okay. Um, Dolly Parton is 75, by the way. Okay. Um... Now, we've already talked about, um, oh, let's see here. Jimmy Rogers, Jimmy F. Rogers. Lived from 1933 to 21. Singer-songwriter. Honeycomb. Yep. Kisses sweeter than wine and secretly. 87 years old. Don Sutton. Right? Another baseball dude. Great pitcher for the Dodgers. Never missed a start. 1945 to 2021, Hall of Fame pitcher, won more than 300 games. Marsha Zazula. Uh, Golly, I didn't realize how late it is. We're going to have to wind this up. We have Phil Spector. we got all sorts of others. We'll... We'll try to find a time to do this later on. But, folks, we're essentially out of time. We got a late start. Um, do we have a guest tomorrow? I think so. Okay. Wait a minute. I don't have that sheet up. Can one of the county commissioners? I think the county commissioners okay. tomorrow. Okay, folks, be careful out there. In our 71st year of service to Southwest Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WBTH is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. President Biden is expected to reinstate travel restrictions on countries like the UK and South Africa, where more potent and potentially deadly strains of the coronavirus have been detected. One drug company says it's working on a new booster shot as an insurance policy. CBS's Wendy Gillette. Moderna announced its vaccine works to protect recipients against a strain of COVID-19 first found in the UK, now detected in more than 20 U.S. states. It's also effective against a variant that emerged in South Africa, but less so. The company is working on a new vaccine that could be used as a booster shot against the strain. Pfizer said last week its vaccine is effective against the UK strain, but it has not yet been tested against the South Africa variant. Wendy Gillette, CBS News. Just a little over half of the 41 million COVID vaccines that have been distributed have actually been shot into people's arms. Public health officials in Austin, Texas, say they're desperate for more. We don't have enough vaccine for our community. We don't have enough vaccine even for the 1B group over 65. It's going to take us months. New York City delayed 23,000 
100,000 vaccination appointments last week. Officials there now say they're expecting 100,000 more doses tomorrow. One councilman calls that a paltry amount. The president is making a new push for American manufacturers. Correspondent Ed O'Keefe. Here at the White House today, President Biden is set to sign an executive order forcing federal agencies to buy more goods and services from American companies. The Buy America provisions are designed to boost the sagging manufacturing sector during the pandemic. The pandemic is apparently making it less difficult for some people to pay off debt. CBS's Jim Crisula. Late credit card payments are at historically low levels in the U.S. Industry insiders say Americans took advantage of stimulus checks and adjusted their spending habits during the COVID-19 pandemic. Delinquencies on bank-issued cards stood at 1.5% of the third quarter of 2020. One of former President Trump's White House press secretaries is running for office. Sarah Sanders announcing her intentions. Today, I announced my candidacy.